Tomorrow night, you will enter the childhood home of our most brutal mass murderer. The home has been rigged up with several cameras, but for the most part, the audience will see only what you see. Are you sure they're not just putting us in some house with hidden cameras in the shower? This is gonna be fun. The windows will be boarded up, and all the doors will be locked shut behind them. No one will be allowed to leave until the show is over. Let the danger-tainment begin! You think this is the one that he used to, you know, do his thing? One flash and you could light up a thousand computer screens. You are, like, this close to getting voted off the island. Wait, what just happened? We just lost Bill's camera. There's somebody in the hall. Sooner or later. What took you so long? Trick or treat, motherfucker. Welcome to Pop Commentary. I'm Mike. I am MB. And I am Hero. MB, what month is it? It is October of 2017, Mike. And what is today's date in podcast time? In podcast time, today is in fact the 31st. Audience... We have, for the last eight of these dates, God. been doing commentaries for a particular movie series. Today, we finally put to bed this version of Michael. Seriously, eight? You just depressed me so much. Yeah, what a bad leg to get the... To get, oh, God. I, you know, MB, you are not to remind me of time. Time as a concept should always be kept away from me at all times, ironically. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, but we have been through this so many times at this point that I feel like uh, uh, we, have, uh. we have lost any, any room for disposition over what we're doing. And what we're doing, audience, as we are watching Halloween Resurrection. Trick or treat, motherfuckers. There, I said it. You said the thing. You said the one line anyone remembers from this movie. So yes, our our Halloween pulp commentary tradition has brought us to this moment, where we see a beloved franchise brutally murdered by its own producers, harder than it was when a film starred Paul Rudd. Circa 1996, <laughs> and genetic engineering was brought into it. You know how fucked up you have to get to outdo that level of bad? Well, we are now firmly in the early 2000s, where they said, well, that worked out pretty okay. Let's fuck up everything astronomically now. That's a reference to another movie series, but we are firmly with this movie in the deadlights now. <laughs> yeah... Yeah, at least the mask is slightly better. Oh, uh, there's... You can only go up from H2O. Well, it's real in Resurrection, which I think helps. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to count to three. After I say three, we are going to press play.
Folks at home, we understand if you don't want to watch along with us. But we will send you a trophy that's a gold-plated version of MB to your home <laughs> if you watch it along with us. It was literally cast on me. Like, it, it, was, it was made from a mold of me. It's life-size. What's weird is um, MB was unaware of being molded into a trophy at the time he was being molded. So it's him just calmly watching TV and staring forward. I mean, we don't know how we managed to sneak up on him and mold him without I, him knowing. I, I mean, he was look, covered was, for several hours. I was watching the first season of Daredevil that weekend. You know, things just happened. So yeah, look out for that. Just, um, you know, send us proof. Ooh, and nude Polaroids. But anyway, um, I think it's the second time I've asked for nude Polaroids on this podcast. Uh, one day, one day this podcast will pay for pizza and I'll get nude Polaroids and it'll be the greatest day of my life. But anyway, on to the commentary. I'm going to count to three. After I say three, we are going to press play. Is everybody ready? No. God no, but let's go. Let's let's pull it off like a band-aid. Let's let's get to Busta Rhymes. Let's it, get to the death. My favorite horror franchises ever, and this is this is how it ends. Kind of. It can't be harder to watch than Halloween Six. That's a lie. That actually did have Paul Rudd, so that would be actually be easier. One. Two. Three. I'm already well, the mad that they're started. using the theme. What happened? Just in case you weren't sure what movie you walked into. I like how this is one of the few ones that just get right to the fucking theme. Nightfall. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> when you first credit Busta Rhymes and then some chick named Bianca, I think you fucked up. Also, this is in fact directed by the same director who directed the second movie. Also, Daisy McCracken? Is that real? <laughs> Special <laughs> appearance by Daisy McCracken. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis is in this? I... You didn't know that? Oh, God. <laughs> no. Oh, You God. really didn't know that? She said oh. that she was always in the trailers. Oh, God, Jamie. Oh. And I, like, just... No, do not drag John Carpenter into this. I don't care if it is a credit. Danny Lux? Who's Danny Lux? Okay, these are just porn names. <laughs> This movie just have like Dan porn stars. I feel like Danny Lux does a lot of weddings. <laughs> also, I just noticed this is the first one of these in a long time that just cuts to, like, opening credits. Like, beyond the fact they have the theme. Well, they did opening credits, but not over a pumpkin. Really? We're doing voiceover? We're gonna pretend like this is a movie? Oh, it's like the beginning of Terminator 3 with the voiceover, which makes it seem like a real film until the voiceover ends. 
Oh, so Jamie Lee Curtis has made it very clear she was contractually obligated to be in this film. Right, Freaky Friday was a choice. This was not. Bullshit, you had short hair. This is, this is actually not part of the movie. This is just they filmed her immediate reaction to reading the script. Buster Rhymes says what? And then she was put in a mental asylum for real for like a year. Before she got straightened out by Activia. Wait, Activia... It is weird, like, Rick Rosenthal isn't horrible. He's, he's not a better director than I would expect this movie to have. Yeah, it's like, he's not Halloween Resurrection bad, like, uh, at worst, at his worst, he's just vaguely mediocre. Like, you expect, like, five or six's director to be the dude behind this, not... Not someone who worked actively in the 80s. Halloween 2 is fucking, is, like, I know we shit on it, like, it's, is boring, but it's still good. Still interesting. Yeah, it was, it was rough to get through, but it was at least a movie. It's not like with 6, where we just ran out of stuff to talk about, except for the fact that Paul Rudd was Ant-Man. Was that dude about to molest Michael? He did. Also, retcons. Also, yeah, you are about to see the biggest retcon in the series, like, in a horror series, I would say. I, as I said in the commentary for H2O, what, all, what any of this means is just that paramedic was just randomly unkillable. <laughs> oh, not Bill! Could you imagine if that's just what Jace, uh, what Michael looked like the entire time? What is amusing is that cop doesn't know who the paramedic is or who what Michael Myers looks like, so why is he so shocked? Oh, he has a face! <laughs> I thought it was William Shatner the whole time. Also, also bullshit, that mask is the... good. Also, way to mess up the evidence. It's like so all that was I... haphazardly handled. I like Kmart Amy Acker here. <sighs> also, God, can someone put me in this mental asylum? This place is fucking nice. Like the size <laughs> it's better of this than my room. house. Yeah. Tall ceilings. Also, I like a tall ceiling. I swear, I like how this opening implies that Josh Hartnett just lives a hellish existence now where... His mother's in a mental asylum, and he has to continue on being Josh Hartnett. Well, here's I mean, what you like, don't literally know. The, I mean, literally the actor, not like a character. Oh, see, I was going to go with... Um, this is a... Wow. Um, <laughs> the insanity. Um, it's, it's all up to you and me, Miss Maples. He changed his name to Slevin. <laughs> and out there, the entire plot of Lucky Number Slevin is taking place. And I just referenced Lucky Number Slevin during a Halloween Resurrection commentary somewhere 
somewhere in this vast, vast, vast universe, a star has been born and a new universe is on the cusp of creation. <laughs> I like to think they tried to get LL Cool J for this part as uh, to bring him back, but they couldn't, so. Is that racist? Uh, you, mean you mean we're not going to see like the ghost of LL Cool J guiding Lori throughout this? Oh, like John Wayne and Preacher? Yes. I like to think LL Cool J saw the script for this and was like, no, I'm going to wait for NCIS to come along. I am amused that Michael is the only slasher whose proto-mask is an integral part of the canon. Like, it's not like Jason's sack gets referenced. That. <laughs> People do love referencing the fucking clown masks. Which is pretty cool. Also, I'm just reading the trivia page for the fuck of it, and this just amused me. Bianca... Kajlik cannot scream and her screams had to be dubbed in post-production. How do you not scream? <laughs> Wait a minute. They cast somebody who couldn't scream for a horror movie? Also, only the only film after the original to begin immediately with the Halloween theme playing over the opening credits. Coincidentally, the first and last films of the series open the same way. Oh... <laughs> uh... I, I like when trivia pages get persnickety. <laughs> what I like is how even with the zombie films, that's still technically correct because they don't... I think the first one, they don't even get to the theme until like 20 minutes in, and I don't even think the the theme is in the second one until like the ending credits. Don't I, I don't even think the end credits have that. John Carpenter also, did write that theme in about five minutes. Also, like, this was only 2002. Why do they have an old-timey Pepsi machine? <laughs> Rick Rosenthal is very old. So, can you imagine doing a double feature of the original immediately followed by this? I think Jeez. the whiplash would actually kill you. What happened? I mean, I, I talked about in the last commentary how weird it was to see H2O as the first one. I can't imagine seeing this as the first one and actually being interested enough to check out the rest of the films. No, no, I I've got it. You find somebody who's been the in a coma since the year the original came out, who's like a big fan, went to see it eight times at the drive-in, and then you just show him this to introduce him to the modern world. How horrifying would that be? Just... Is this what happens to cinema? And for the early 2000s, I would say mostly, yeah. After September 11th, we were too terrified by the looming threat of terrorism to actually make movies. You know, it does amuse me that Resurrection is almost beautiful in that 
Halloween 1, Laurie Strode's all over. Halloween 2, she's unconscious for most of and barely in the film. Halloween H2O, Laurie Strode's all over the film. Halloween Resurrection, she's in there for about 15 minutes with, like, no dialogue. It's like there's a subtle character arc, but it's terrible. I, I like the imp implication that Laurie is like Pennywise. She just has to go into hibernation every few years. Okay, now it just looks well, like Michael's lost. <laughs> <laughs> and you're holding uh -huh. your knife upside down. Oh God, what if they actually oh. got it backwards and like, instead of the story that they told in the beginning, <laughs> this is actually like a success. Snap into a the motherfucking ridiculous. Slim Jim. Also, is he going to just have an afro in this film? Yes. So. I'm trying to impress Buster Ryan. God, his hair is ridiculous. It's like the, you, okay, you finally get a good mask. This is the one they get the mask okay on. But you give him that hair. He has a perm. Well, he cheated death yet again, Mike. He deserves to get his hair did. I like how insanely hard it is for a film series to just get a Shatner face right. like just make the mask look like the mask it's not that fucking hard he looks like Dolph Lundgren in this movie <laughs> it's a and step really, up but and what really gets me is like it never looks like it's based off a person which you would think would be the most obvious thing in the world it's just molded off a person she uh... set traps <laughs> I do love how Michael Myers always does look vaguely retarded. I like how he tried to stab the air. Oh, stab my way out. I'll kill all the oxygen so you can't breathe. <gasps> it's just something about the way Michael Myers has that face and the way he moves. It's like he looks dumber than Jason. He really does. I mean, it gives him a nice childlike quality that I don't think people play up enough. Um, occasionally they do. But Oh, God. What if, like, in the new film, because at the time that this is coming out, they are making a new film that's going to feature Jamie Lee Curtis that's going to, like, redo the continuity. What if at the end of that one, it takes place inexplicably in New York, and at the end, Michael is in a sewer... And Tosca Waste comes for him, and he starts speaking in a child voice. It's just unabashedly a ripoff. Oh no, I got it. <laughs> Wait a minute! Does he have sensitive? Is he daredevil? Does he have sensitivity <laughs> to sounds? She defeats him like Spider-Man defeats Venom. We know this plot. <laughs> no. <laughs> Also, but, uh, I'm pretty sure they spliced in footage from H2O with Resurrection, which doesn't line up.
Also, talking about the, um, the Halloween reboot, I love how this is the franchise who has the horribly fucked up canon that has reboots on top of the main franchise over and over again. The, Despite the, the fact that just, this guy has a knife. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, it's the simplest premise in the world. But... Okay, seriously, Halloween 4 is a reboot after Halloween 2 that has to rejigger itself so it can continue. Halloween H2O is a reboot that reconjigger... And I don't even understand that. Oh, and... Jamie Lee Curtis <laughs> has never been happier. Um... <laughs> Halloween, H Halloween H2O is a fucking reboot that redoes the canon. Resurrection is technically a reboot that kind of redoes the canon. Then we get a then we get okay, a normal remake. That's fine. And now we have another reboot that redoes the original canon, going back to its only a sequel to the first film. Yeah, this is something I'm unclear on. So the the new Halloween movie is just going to go back to Halloween 2 continuity? Maybe not even that. Maybe just yeah, the first it, one. Because actually, no, yeah. no, it is only the first one. Because they're, I think they're doing away with um, them being related. That's going to be so weird. Because we're going to see old Jamie Lee Curtis as alternate universe Laurie Strode. It's going to be really weird. Any weirder than this series has already gone. That's the weird thing. God, just think, we're getting the Halloween equivalent of Days of Future Past. <laughs> I want Jane, I want James McAvoy to play young Loomis so bad. <laughs> he could. Too. <laughs> That's a great thing. I shot you don't him know six what times. death is. Why is this asylum um have a random horror boiler sewer? Why are we in a Doctor Who episode all of a sudden? Also, I like how Oh. Alright now. The okay, first now of all, the, the title doesn't even make sense with what just happened. Why does why does this start off with Michael holding like giving away his knife, and essentially Dark Knight returning himself. It's very Michael Myers no more. Though I guess he did kill it his sister. Is. And, and since Josh Hartnett isn't in this film, there's really no one else related for him to kill, so... I, I just love how... this movie... this movie... this fucking movie right here... <laughs> That we're watching thinks it's epic. I'm kind of insulted that we keep calling it a movie. Question was, who knows the evil that lurks in the hearts of men? Early 2000s. Well, does she know the Venom symbiote is on that thing? Starbuck is in this. <laughs> God, 2000's Katie Sackoff is gorgeous. I'm not that current Katie Sack. 
Goff isn't one of the most beautiful women in the world, but seeing her like just out of the can is kind of amazing. I like how Katie Sackhoff is literally the only name in this film. And hey. Buster Rhymes. Hey, Ryan Merriman, I will have you know, was the star of the Disney Channel original movie, Luck of the Irish, which is a movie <laughs> I have referenced twice this month in two different commentaries. Audience, listen to the commentary that we did for Box Office Pulp for Big Ass Pumpkin Day for Halloween Town. Also, I like because of the pumpkins, we could have made this the Big Ass Pumpkin Day movie this year. Why do they have just pumpkins in the kitchen? They're not doing, like... Like, I know it's Halloween, so they're decorating, but I'm confused. Look at the rack behind him that's just filled with pumpkins. That's occupying space that trays could take up. No, the internet. Oh, yeah, I forgot. This is the one where Michael goes online. God, Pinhead must have been so pissed when he saw the press release for this movie. It's like, that was my thing. I still love how this just fucking character... <laughs> Fucking Kmart DJ Qualls. Um, I like how this movie, this movie is so bad that fucking it's forgotten, but Scream 4, 15 years later, still felt the need to reference the internet plot and make fun of it. Because fuck this movie that hard. I'm... I love how... The early 2000s were obsessed with things being streamed on the internet. Something that wouldn't become a thing until like a decade later. It is yeah, kind of hilarious. Not exist. Well, that's what's funny is that movie producers who didn't understand the internet, Deckard, uh, movie <laughs> producers who didn't understand the internet accidentally <laughs> predicted the internet. That's, well, what they, was doing. That's what Deckard was doing all those years between Blade Runner and Blade Runner 2049. He's running all this from that from that hotel room. But uh, yeah, that's weird because everyone who wasn't on the internet assumed that this is what the internet was. Like, oh, it's just TV, but on a computer. Why do I feel like a few minutes ago they were watching Shannon Elizabeth masturbate? How's that vibe? Also, this is the exact same camera angle, I believe. I believe that's the same bedroom. IFC, I think it was IFC, had an American Pie uh, marathon the other day, but backwards, and it made no sense. <laughs> like, why? Why do, mo why do TV channels do the movie marathon backwards all the time? That... So wait, they started with American Reunion from like a couple years ago. Yep. Then they did the wedding, then they did the three, like, they did three and two and one. Uh, you yep. just watch the franchise get better as it goes along. Pretty much. It was very I mean, it surreal. Still, fa still fascinates me that 
They totally did another American Pie movie like four years ago, and it was that big of a of a thud uh, that just it disappeared. Um, gentlemen, we're we're ignoring a very crucial thing here. Gentlemen, Buster Rhymes. <laughs> Tyra Banks. Hey, that dude. Are you ever just been annoyed by literally every character in a film? I don't know. I can't get mad at Katie Sackhoff. Well, first, I would have to consider these characters. Also, was that Booger from Revenge of the Nerds? God, if only. It's like this entire movie is populated by the ancillary characters who show up on the road for 30 seconds before being murdered in a Friday the 13th film. <laughs> yeah, it's just a cast full of hitchhikers. Does she have psychic powers? Is he crying? <laughs> what a bad movie. <laughs> I didn't realize there was setup. Really unnecessary setup, too. Also, is this ADR in? Yes. Yes. It's like the uh, Vanilla Ice Amish show. <laughs> Him muttering to himself is all dubbed in. How does this even work? I don't know if that's ever been discussed on any of the shows before, but Mike and MB once spent a night watching Vanilla Ice Goes Amish, the worst reality show of all time. It was pretty fucking bad. It's like and, the acting and, and, in this scene bad. <laughs> I don't know. This may be a step up. We're talking reality show bad here. Like... It's bad for a reality show. You know how bad you have to be to be a bad reality show? They showed me an episode later. It's fake for a reality show, and that's saying something. They put effort into how fake it is. Vanilla Even Ice doesn't go charisma. on much at all. Even the sheer charisma of Vanilla Ice cannot save it. Just like also, the sheer charisma of Buster Rhymes is probably the movie's undoing. I have never seen worse acting from two actors talking at each other more. Actors. Buster Rhymes is not an actor. He busts rhymes. It's in his name. I'm sorry. That was his legal name. That was what he was born as. It, yeah, it's pumpkins. Just, it, does Stan have like some kind of weird pumpkin surplus? I'm, I think her top is literally made out of a fishing net. 
Why is she seeing Michael Myers? He's a goose. Is there going to be a plot twist in this movie where she ends up being like the daughter of Laurie Strode or something that nobody ever knew about? She's the daughter of Michael. No, I think this is just bad. Have they not moved? <laughs> no. Also, we, we, we missed the shop. I love the 2000s thing of the wacky party girl always having to have a fucking lay around her neck. <laughs> that comes from nowhere. That was like a weird early 2000s fashion thing that just never took off. And you know what? Hulk Hogan had had a leg up on that for years. <laughs> I don't take it away from the Hulkster. I feel I like, like the blonde kid needs to go menace Harry Potter. <laughs> Got that vibe. Also, I like how the boys in this movie are a decade younger than the girls. Is that a Palm Pilot? Also, it's weird. Like, even back then, Katie Sackhoff is 100 times the actor that any of these are. And she's playing this character. Yeah, it's really weird. It's like, she's putting on an actual performance, but it's a really weird one because the character's weird. But it's like, oh my god, actual acting. What terrible cameras they've managed to afford. This is going to be a terrible webcast. What? God, st stop turning the Halloween franchise into Cupid or something. <laughs> God, can we please do commentary for Cupid one day? Oh, we will, trust me. Fucking slasher Boreanaz. <laughs> Spoilers. Wait a minute, I, I think the movie you're referencing is called Valentine. Oh, that's oh, yes. right. Valentine. Now I just want to see a spinoff that's called Cupid, <laughs> where he returns. I'm sure that's there's also nasty. a slasher movie named Cupid with the same I believe premise. there is. Oh, isn't he the Cupid? Why are we talking about Valentine? <laughs> because it's a better movie than this. Yes, it was. I, I want to describe the plot of Valentine to you guys at home. So. Valentine is about a Cupid-themed serial killer who's murdering attractive women because he gets nosebleeds. That's the plot of Cupid. I'm sorry, the plot of Valentine. It's the same difference. So, we're just not going to acknowledge that shot of Michael... Michael Myers holding... holding a camera. Oh my god, he's going full Peeping Tom with it. <laughs> uh, I hate to break it to you uh, people who made this movie, but tripods aren't sharp anymore like they were when Peeping Tom was made. 
also that is the shortest like retirement I've ever seen in a movie. Like he literally walked in the door and was just like, "Oh well, they they tried to pull me out, but they keep pulling me back in." Well, so Michael Myers killing someone in broad daylight while this music plays feels really weird and inappropriate. Also, God, I gotta admit that uh, Expresso looks pretty good. Though bullshit, Tyra Banks, I don't feel like puts whipped cream on these things. <laughs> yeah, I feel like she immediately went to uh, like they didn't see her on the on the set for the rest of the day because she was uh, fasting the rest of the day. Did entire banks have a gigantic problem around this time? Probably. I feel like they're just highlighting it. Every time also, I see Tyra Banks, I just remember the fact that she has irritable bowels and has graphically described it in many, many interviews. Tyra Banks was revealed to be, like, legitimately insane at one point, wasn't she? Oh, yeah. Like, vaguely she's... eat baby insane. Oh, yeah, she's fucking bonkers. I used to watch the Tyra Banks show every <laughs> single day. That is one of my favorite things that exists. It's the Walker, Texas Ranger of talk shows. She was <laughs> crazy. <laughs> Like, watching her make guests visibly uncomfortable every day was magical. <laughs> so it was like a, it was an unscripted, unironic version of the Eric Andre show? Yes, actually. <laughs> but it's very Eric Andre. Adoka. Remember the Eric Andre interview where he's got Seth Rogen and he's like, so, so do, do you put your wiener in your wife? Do you make babies on her? Tyra Banks has done virtually that interview with people. But for real. Uh, I do remember the Janet Jackson interview where for no reason she just starts asking her like what her dumps are like. And Janet Jackson gets really uncomfortable and tries to change the subject, but Tyra really wants to talk about her dumps. I like how the it's the exact opposite of when William Shatner had a talk show. Oh, God. I I would buy a DVD collection of Raw Nerve with William Shatner right now. That show is <laughs> magical. Or you just ask people if they cry. <laughs> what a clean, dirty house. Yeah, That's I feel so like fashionably is, dirty. I feel like this is really misleading for what's supposed to be the old Myers house. How is this not direct-to-video? I've seen Hellraiser sequels that are better production value. Up to and including Deader. <laughs> and probably have better acting. <laughs> I don't know why the name of that movie always makes me giggle. Because it's Deader. Because I just imagine Pinhead saying that, duh, duh. 
Not Schwarzenegger as Pinhead. <laughs> oh, fuck. I, I didn't never told you guys. We're just not even discussing this movie for a second. Uh, nothing's happening, there's so no it's fine. Yeah, I was going to say, there's nothing to um, talk about. So I went to the Alamo Draft House for a screening of American Werewolf in London recently. It was delightful. Um, but the no talking thing before the movie, they played um the scene from Batman and Robin, where Mister Freeze is like, I hate when they talk during the movie. But the great thing is, is they played almost the entire scene leading up to it. So wait, it's just wait, so he's watching his wife like it what like just tender music and, watching and then, like, fucking his Frosty wedding video. In, Boss, I've got. What? They play it the entire thing, like that entire scene until it gets to where you're not even sure where they're going with it. Like, why is this playing? And then that comes up like, oh, that's right. The fucking brilliance of that. They play the entire scene. Like, they just the screen, like there's some text that with like an ice pun or something. Then it fades in on Arnold. On- uh, Arnold and Nora Freeze, because I'm just going to call him Arnold, eating cake and shit, and just tender music, the close-up of his face, the tear. The scene just keeps playing and keeps playing, and then the goon runs in. It's like three minutes long. It's fucking genius. <laughs> I love that they can just do that, because they're the goddamn Alamo draft <laughs> Also, if you ever get a chance to go to the Alamo Draft House, folks at home, get the chocolate peanut butter shake. It's oh, gigantic. Mike has been telling us about this shake for weeks. It is. I mean, I was not even hungry, and I still forced myself to have it because fuck it. Always get the chocolate peanut butter shake. It's the greatest thing ever. Like, and they talk about Reese's of- pieces. It's so good. I am jealous of Mike eating this shake like he slept with a supermodel or something. Like it, it is keeps me up sucks. at night. I had fucking a giant bowl of truffle popcorn, the chocolate peanut butter shake, and then chamomile tea. All while watching American Werewolf in London. Beat that, folks at home. Fuck you. I, I don't. I'm sorry. Where are now we now? White Vincent and Jules there. We don't care about these people. Also, I think that's vaguely racist. I, I don't think that's vaguely racist. I think that just is. Hey, it's the 2000s. Everything's vaguely racist. So sad. Is this the party Peter Parker went to in Spider-Man Homecoming? <laughs> I think so. So I love... I, this, I've been obsessed with this since childhood. Movie Halloween party costumes. Because <laughs> it's always the football player. The Egyptian lady. Guy from one movie we had the rights to. Or, like in this movie, just random colored wigs. That's just the entire costume. They're wearing normal colors, but they just have colored wigs. 
Oh, computer noises. It's another 2000s computer thing I love. The monitor that's just 20 feet away with the, <laughs> the built-in uh, keyboard that's in the desk. Like you're a goddamn supervillain. Like you are Tron. No. Is that the house from Trick or Treat? Is Brian Cox in there? You left those kids to die, didn't you? Alright, I know this movie's an hour and a half long, but I'm bored out of my fucking mind right now. Though I mean, you I pimped a shake. Ghost was here! Because this movie here! is so bad. Alright. <laughs> All you Game Grumps fans, that was for you. I would... I would be all in for this movie if the Grumps were in this house right now. <laughs> well, Susie actual... decides to fuck up Michael Myers once and for all with her divining rod. Well, an actual people would be in this. With charisma. Get your fucking hands off Katie Sackoff. You're not Vin Diesel. It's... The sexual aspect of this movie is really bothering me because that's not Halloween, you fucking idiots. <laughs> that, a lot of this movie is that's not Halloween. <laughs> like, did they just pay attention to that one scene with, like, PJ Souls and her boyfriend from the first one? Is that all they've ever seen of the first one? Actually, can, do I, make... can I ask that? And yet, I know this is the director of the second one, so I know he's seen the, the first. <laughs> which one. had which had nudity in it. Which I never really thought about it, but yeah, Halloween is the one horror franchise that doesn't do the titty shot. It only happened twice, but even then, it's like I mean, in two it was kind of gratuitous, but one it was just a scene, but. Halloween isn't really a sexualized uh, franchise. It's never went that route. Is this just her character from Riddick? Like, Michael kills her so hard she goes to the future. She goes to space. Oh, oh yeah. Michael wants some of that. Michael just starts throwing himself against the bed like fucking uh, Tommy Jarvis in Friday the 13th. <laughs> that was a really pointless scene. This movie was seconds away from redeeming itself. I pulled it back whenever it realized, no, we can't be watchable. God, this is a bright house. This feels like an R-rated Goosebumps episode and one of the bad ones. <laughs> it really does, doesn't it? No, you sat on the internet. <laughs> Fucking Archie Andrews there. <laughs> 
I think <laughs> his Riverdale jersey. Ah, oh, you're so deep. This is like white people suck the motion picture. I actually prefer Hell World Evil Goes Online. Hell World Once again, is delightful. Gary like would have Pinhead <laughs> would be so pissed about this movie. Once again. At least Superman was in that. Getting and he blown. was driving. If you've never watched Hellraiser, Hellworld, Evil Goes Online, because that's the full title to us now, uh, watch it for Henry Cavill just getting blown and just grabbing tits and shit and saying pussy and drinking, things Superman shouldn't do. While hanging out with animated cyborgs. <laughs> And presumably still surreal. being more in character than the actual Superman movies he's a part of. That is a good point. Fucking cyborgs in that film. Slash Ezekiel. Also, Mike, don't undersell it. He doesn't say pussy. I'm sorry. He says, holy pussy. While making prayer hands in front of a photograph of a nun, and it's Superman. Okay, based off of that one description of that one sentence, I want us to turn this movie off and just start watching that movie. <laughs> oh, we're showing you Hell World one day. It's delightful. No, I mean like... right now. Seriously, can we stop this? <laughs> if only this had Lance Henriksen in fetish gear. I mean, we don't know. Could happen at any moment. Yeah, none of us have actually seen this movie all the way through. I love how this entire party is riveted by all this nothing. You're you're foul? Was that a thing anyone has ever said at any point in time beyond this movie? I can't believe I'm saying this. There's not enough Busta Rhymes in this movie. There's really not. At least his bad acting is amusing. Everybody else's bad acting is just bad acting. Well, they have white people bad acting, which is the worst kind. Why is Michael's thing in this movie going through walls like the fucking Kool-Aid man? <laughs> oh, that's the thing. He did die in H2O. That is just the Kool-Aid man. <laughs> Tyra Banks bullied Naomi Campbell into an eating disorder. Busta Rhymes has no career. 
None of these actors went on to do anything. Except Seriously, for... at least Exhibit went on to be in the next Files movie. I keep feeling bad for like saying how bad the acting is, and then like silently thinking like, but Katie Sackhoff's there, so I have to make a mention for her. But like, no, she should have like fired her agent at the time. I hope she did. All of these people should feel bad for themselves and bad that they're in this movie. Honestly, if you were a starving actor, just starve. <laughs> well, it is weird to think after this movie, all Katie Sackhoff could get was a supporting role on a sci-fi channel show. The fact that it that happened to be Battlestar Galactica, <laughs> which was accidentally amazing, is just pure happenstance. <laughs> As on paper, that sounds fucking stupid. I always love when, like, once a decade, Sci-Fi Channel has an amazing show, because it's the Sci-Fi Channel. Who I assume just co-financed this. And nowadays they have Wyona Earp and Van Helsing, which are apparently very good. And Killjoys. Oh, yeah, they have The Expanse, too, doesn't it? Which is, like, everyone's yeah. fucking favorite show now. There's apparently a lot of good shows, but it's sci-fi and no one pays attention. It's, it's really spelled weird. with two Ys. No, would the he, evil. Why would any of this be in the Myers house? That doesn't make any sense. I had a very similar looking color book and I didn't kill anybody. Oh wait, that's actually a plot point? Michael actually recovered it all from an auction. <laughs> it was a silent auction, so it I was, was okay. I was about to say. <laughs> I feel bad for making that joke because it's so simple and dumb. It's appropriate. God damn it. Does this mean we have to go outside? <laughs> At least the movie doesn't follow us outside. Okay, this movie is so bad I have to go do something. Hold on. Why do you get to leave? Yeah, I'm mad now because James gets to leave and we have but to you stay. You don't get to leave, motherfucker. You stay here. Also, now that he's gone, remember like eight years ago when we decided like it'd be fun if we, you know, watched every one of these every year on the exact same date, not thinking that we'd eventually get to this day. Oh, I thought you were going to say now that he's gone, let's just... Hey, remember when this podcast was better because he wasn't here? Well, also, why is there know. a bunker under the Myers house? I had to go pour myself a bottle of wine. Just admit it was from a box. <sighs> I'm drunk now. 
We have discovered you weigh 112 pounds, so... That actually is likely. I should say... It's wine, but it is in my Spider-Man cup, so... It's still pulp appropriate. Doesn't that just mean you're drinking a huge mug of wine? Well, I didn't fill it, Mike. I'm not an alcoholic. You just said you're drinking a mug of wine while living in Alabama. That's not good. <laughs> I mean, the bottle of wine does have a screw top instead of a cork. I just realized he has the same hair as the Myers mask. <laughs> oh my god, what well, if that's the big reveal? Yeah, this does have a very, like... I can't believe I'm about to compare these movies, but this has a very Friday the 13th, the final chapter feel, where it's like you keep expecting an imposter reveal. They're so amused by that terrible shot of just a dude's back. So I was really taken with the dude who is still wearing his skull mask. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he was having a good time of it. Oh, fuck me, guy who isn't that guy from that 70s show. He's going to burst through that, isn't he? Yep. Wow. Since when does he have super strength? Since four. Oh. <laughs> well. I like how you forgot how Michael had super strength. Because this movie is making us dumb. Martha Wayne? <laughs> I like how this movie is partially Cabin in the Woods, but stupid. It's legitimately weird seeing early 2000s filmmaking with boobs in the shot. You found my collection. God, Michael is just not intimidating in this film at all. Just him opening uh, a door oh. and then holding the knife like that might be the lamest thing I've ever seen. What well, doesn't help the expression on the mask? Just, he's vaguely Simeon. Yeah. Uh, he looks like I'm he's making you. a... It looks like he's making a meme face. Also, I is he wearing grease paint? Oh no, there's two of them. They're in the ceilings. <laughs> what I like is because they're both so intimidating, I don't know which one's the real one. I'd be all for uh, this movie if the end was like just there was a top 
remake Michael and original Michael had to battle? It's actually the Cult of Thorn. God, they waited so long to have Michael speak, and this is what he says. I just want to say, you said, is he wearing grease paint? No, he's just black. I, I'm so retroactively racist, I feel ashamed. This is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen, <laughs> and not even in a good way. This is like a funnier die sketch, except the fact the mask moves funny. slightly as he talks, and then Michael listens. <laughs> like he was well, like I Michael Myers me. is so done with this movie. <laughs> well, I guess that's the one thing no one's ever thought to do—just put on the same mask. Confuse us. <laughs> oh, finally, I found someone. <laughs> Maybe the most poorly inserted nudity in a movie I think I've ever seen. And we've seen all the Friday the 13th. The fact she has the demeanor of someone's aunt I don't think helps. I just love how they do the reverse of every other horror movie ever made where... She takes off her shirt and covers her boobs the entire scene. Then you see them briefly as she puts the shirt on. Like it's, I think that's it's called a contract gratuitous. dispute. <laughs> but just it, it's going to be gratuitous either way, but at least when you see them when the shirt is removed, it doesn't seem as we're just throwing tits in here. Again, why is there a bunker? Even the even the rats are too just ashamed to be in this. First, I never knew the Myers house was so um, cavernous. The turtles live down there. No, I'm just imagining uh, Michael. Recreating the scene from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles secret, uh, 2 Secret of the Ooze where they find the train station. And he's just so happy. <laughs> just the wonder in his eyes. Bullshit. We all know Michael eats for McDonald's. He eats ice cream. And pancakes. But mostly ice cream. Don't worry, it's Busta. How dare you, sir. Okay, is the moon down there? <laughs> Oh, 
I think I feel bad for the director now. That's a first. How just... How can they get away with using the theme in this? Briefly. How do they get away with having... How do they get away with having money? It's about as exciting as Quantum of Solace. God, Busta Rhymes doesn't come cheap. No, what's funny just is... wanted to understand you. She was your Chase Meridian. No, what's funny is that's still Busta Rhymes. <laughs> no, they were doing a, a Halloween 2 thing. It's the passing of the torch. I bust a rhymes in a white uh, mental institution cell, looking at a white horse as Love Hurts plays. He knows that because of his leprechaun powers. Skull Daddy was deeply amused. This oh, is how she, she coped with filming. Seeing Katie Sackoff take a bong hit is the only cool thing that's in this entire movie. So are they going down like a stereotype checklist? Out of date stereotype checklist by the time this was made, by the way. It's weird. Does it doesn't this feel like it's like a 1984 horror movie script that got like rushed into production in 2002, and then they were like, um, throw the internet in there. Yep. It's Rick Rosenthal making it. Of course, that's what happened. Like, it feels like one of these characters should be played by a teenage Linda Blair. Also, I just realized what that mask looks like. Um, remember the villain from The Mask? <laughs> now he just does. imagine that he face, but like white. Him. Well, that dude was just Monster Plundering, so yeah, it does follow. So I just realized there's one thing... That could actually redeem this movie in my eyes. That's if we find out. It's not Michael who's living in the basement feeding on rats. I've been waiting for him all these years. I knew he would come back. Can you imagine? Can you? This franchise had Donald Pleasance at one point. And this is what we're dealing with now. Buster Rhymes. Who is technically the Loomis of this movie. They're talking to the audience of the movie. You knew you didn't have fun. Damn, he's getting political. This is a terrible, terrible film, and I'm really bored. Also, I don't understand the mechanics of this webcast. Are people paying to watch? Do they have sponsorship? 
I, did they advertise this at all? Who's putting this together? I don't think they thought that much through. I, I don't think there's actually any funding for this, and there's not going to be any money going Buster Rhymes and Tyra Banks' way. So I went to a fall festival today. Fuck this movie. So I went to a fall <laughs> festival today, and one of the things was... Just kids throwing small pumpkins at a board, and I was really confused by it. Just like Scully back there. <laughs> oh? Like, I don't really know, like, is this a game? Do you win prizes this way? I don't know. It was odd. That sounds more terrifying than anything in here. Seriously, can you imagine just being pelted by pumpkins by small children and not being able to escape you know what that reminds me of and this is this is a, this is a bit of a deep dive here remember that game show on nickelodeon in like 1994 with mike o'malley it wasn't guts it was the other thing mike o'malley hosted that had all the weird carnival games and shit mm-hmm. that's what that sounds like I don't even know what guts is. Do 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 do, do you have guts? I've never seen guts. Honestly, that other game show made more sense than just watching kids throw tiny tiny pumpkins at cardboard with seemingly no rhyme or reason or cause or mode of skill or way to win or lose you think if someone Katie knows what that, that game thing? is please tell us <laughs> I'd like to know also no more Katie Sackoff so oh. this movie just got downhill somehow she died high which is the dream I can just see the villain from the mask now. It's <laughs> oh, God, I just want to see Michael eat bullets now. He is that godlike. That was a great scene in the mask when he ate the bullets. They're doing Halloween 4 callbacks. That's how desperate they are. Remember so that I, good I like, movie? I like Michael just becoming Jason out of nowhere. I like is in the course of this film, Michael's just more or less annoyed they're in his house. <laughs> like he's just trying to recuperate. Well, I lost my sister this year, you bastards. Well, think about it. He's totally in the right, because this is a home invasion. It's true. They're trespassing. They didn't get his, they didn't get his permission. Will they? No, you know, he's one of those NRA nuts. You know what? Like, legally, I think Michael's actually totally in the right for, for all of this. He is just standing his ground. See, now that's a... Uh, no! Not the pepper. 
It was That's actually paprika. It's just he's allergic. This is a version of the movie I'd actually like to see. The Trial of Michael Myers. Like, his lawyer has to petition the judge to allow him to wear the mask to trial. That dude just had the funniest run in the world. What was with the weird sound effect there? Rick Rosenthal is really obsessed with shots of Michael picking somebody up with sheer strength. How is this real? Like, how is any of this real? How was this filmed? Michael is so confused by that camera. I'm so glad that the house was stocked with all these Michael knives. Uh, he just recently went to Bed Bath & Beyond. He just walks out, like, really happy, like, swinging the bags back and forth. Just like he did now. You ever find it really weird that Bed Bath & Beyond is, like, an enjoyable store to be in? I've never been. It's very nice. I always feel weird, though. It's like, but I'm a 28-year-old dude. Why do I... Why am I enjoying walking around a Bed Bath & Beyond it seems like a very pleasant environment compared to most other stores. You know what I think it is? I think it does. It has a lot of uh, faux displays of like bathrooms and kitchens and shit. Some to a degree, more or less bathrooms, and I enjoy fake displays. <laughs> now, could you imagine working at Bed Bath and Beyond? It would be so pleasant. I don't know, I feel like it seems pleasant, but you get the same clientele as Walmart. No, no there's no way that there's that big of a, a crossover between the Walmart crowd and the Bed Bath & Beyond crowd. I assure you, there is. Yeah, there, there's, I've, I've seen yeah, it. It's, uh, it's pretty much the same crowd. Bed Bath & Beyond is just a clean store. But same crowd, probably um, it has a little bit more of a filter in of just middle-aged soccer moms, but uh, same crowd. It's very unfortunate. Because they have nicer stuff than Walmart. No, are you telling me that they have something superior to the Better Homes and Garden catalog? I feel like Bed we Beyond's very overpriced, though. I feel like we should be cataloging all the stuff that we've talked about that has nothing to do with this movie that is more interesting to talk about than actually watching this movie. At least this isn't like our Friday Nine commentary where we're just flabbergasted. I'm pretty flabbergasted. I don't know about you. I mean, this movie has trick-or-treat motherfucker and that's it. We knew that going in. You cannot act surprised. This movie at least has the beauty of being so embarrassingly 2000s. 
You know, all of the actors in that party scene all had to dress in those costumes and act out those scenes. Also, can somebody call the cops or something? To be fair, he tried. The movie tried yeah. to cover its ass there. Also, she's the main character, right? Because she dropped uh, out of the movie for about an hour and a half. And this movie is only an hour and 29 minutes long. I love all of the action texting. If only it was in text speak, though. With emojis. So, folks at home, I got my iPhone 7 in today. I'm slowly catching up to the rest of the world in technology. Mm. So, I'm one phone behind of the uh, no headphone jack thing, though it uses the lightning port, which is disappointing. Jet black, it's very nice. This is, I'm just trying to fill time. Here's oh, my life the... experiences. Well, by that same token, I work at the electronic section in Walmart, and it's hilarious how many people I encounter on a daily basis that hold us personally accountable for their iPhone not having a headphone jack. Well, why did you do that? I just love how fair. you could not find somebody more far removed from Steve Jobs. <laughs> I don't know. Personally, I would blame Walmart as well. I tend to blame Walmart for most of the world's evils. Wait, I'm sure we've performed a few assassinations. Oh God, we're here. That was said to Michael Myers. It's it's not this scene. Yeah, but it's still Buster Rhymes going, what? And roundhouse kicking Michael Myers. It, it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> I've never... I've never felt more bad for a horror movie, like, legend than yeah, I, I do right now. Like, this is the most embarrassing thing to happen to Michael Myers. He said it, by the way. <laughs> so I just realized, I think the mask is um, a mold of Buster Rhymes. <laughs> that was in his contract. But seriously, I, I I feel bad for the fictional character of serial killer Michael Myers. <laughs> yes, please end the movie now, even though I know it's not the end. For some reason, I mean, I don't know where you go from there. Exposition rhymes.
God, him trying to be emotional, her dead-eyed look, a palm pilot. I just want to fucking kill myself. <laughs> that text message, it took several seconds to load one letter at a time. I feel like Busta was being meta there. This is bad. Ooh. No, not Buster Rhymes. Don't worry, his Bible stopped it. <laughs> also, I, I don't think this movie has ever taken the time to explain who this lead chick is. She's a lady. Uh, she goes to Haddonfield University. I'm pretty sure that town does not have a university. Yeah, there's been a lot of gentrification in Haddonfield since the time of the original movie. It's like the old Myers homestead is uh, has been scheduled for demolition for quite a while, but Michael himself has been arguing with the city council on getting it uh, recognized as a historical landmark on account of all the people he's killed. He sends them a lot of threatening handwritten letters that don't actually have words in them, just a series of drawn pictures that allude to his argument. And drawings of himself eating ice cream. It's just an asterisk, then argumentative breathing and then asterisk over and over again. <laughs> I love how obsessed this movie is with camera POV shots despite them looking like that. Why is there a sewer? Like, go back and rewatch the opening of Halloween and think to yourself, this is all taking place in apparently the mansion from the Resident Evil games. <laughs> well, that's actually the um, source of Michael's strength, just a series of herbs. <laughs> so at some point, they encounter a giant shark. That's how Michael keeps coming back. He has access to typewriter technology. <laughs> Tyra Banks exited this movie just... Like she was Tyra Banks and was better than this movie. I don't know how else to say it. I'm literally at the point where I'm defending Tyra Banks. <laughs> I believe they cut out her death because I'm, I feel like they just wanted the movie to end sooner. What's with the, like, vaguely Maraca theme he has? <laughs> this is south this of the movie, border, Michael. This movie is obsessed with Michael opening doors and entering rooms. And, bur and bursting through things. It's like the old Doctor Strange movie from the 70s. Where did that she even get that? 
that is more watchable than this. And I can't believe I'm saying that because that movie is the least watchable thing I think I've ever seen apart from this. It's impressive to be incompetent with a chainsaw. I mean, it's just death. <laughs> Jesus. Fuck, I'm out of ideas. No, I'm being <laughs> blown up again. I really wish Dennis Hopper were in this. Because he would know what to do with the chainsaw. We, we know what he knows what to do with the chainsaw. He'd bring it all down, is what he'd do. I like how this is the director's one thing. Fuck it, just blow up Michael Myers at the end of my movies. Just light him on fire. No! All of that technology is weighing her down. It's getting metaphorical here. Well, this is when they combine the Halloween franchise with Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. <laughs> Bring technology into it. If, if only Atkins was in this. Like he was made to be the new Loomis. Actually, Michael's been a robot the entire time. Yes! <laughs> the heroism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Never gets old. The one reason this movie has to exist finally happened. I'm just like, before watching this, the only scene I've ever seen is this clip, but with the Superman theme. <laughs> it's pretty goddamn amazing. And it's over. I was hoping he was going to go full, how about a kiss, Sandy Claus? I thought he was going to, like, insert the cord into him and download a computer virus into Mike. No, not the Lawnmower Man 3. I mean, this is a movie where Michael Myers gets electrocuted on his dick. <laughs> I'm so insanely embarrassed for that character. Also, Michael died because Buster Rhymes told him to. I just want to point that out. Yeah, canonically, this is where this version of the series ended. Sort of. Yeah, I still don't know this character. I don't know her name. I don't know literally anything about her. No <laughs> shit. Uh, thank God you guys left to go help. Goddamn Deckard. 
He typed things. It's okay. Rachel was one of the newer models. <laughs> Introducing the man born to kill Michael Myers. He's actually the son of the uh, slasher killer from Friday Nine. He compared Michael to a shark? His hat is like a shark's fun. I like how this series ends with Buster Rhymes giving the final word on Michael. I was really hoping that would cut the credits on that. X gonna give it to you. I'm gonna give it yeah. to you. <laughs> Look, it's fine. He was in the shortest fire in history. I feel like Sam and Twitch are around there somewhere. <laughs> and they're dragging away Martin Sheen. And then one of the uh, morgue doctors eats his heart. <laughs> this is still going. Oh, we still have the ending to Behind the Mask to sit there. <laughs> it's okay. Michael covered himself in flame retardant gel. I mean, you joke, but I'm still, still fairly certain the ending behind the mask is just one long reference to Halloween Resurrection. She opens up, it's the vampire from Blade, from the first Blade. <laughs> oh, they're really going out of the way to make Michael as unimpressive looking as possible. And in that moment, he realized what movie he had been in this entire time. <laughs> Sarah, that was her name. Who cares? Letter sweater. sweater guy. <laughs> Teen party guy. I was really hoping Scully would have a credit. I, that's what I was looking for, but man alas, Skull alas. Man. That was possible. I, did half the cast just not want to be credited? Because that was like four characters they just showed. Even the theme sounds like it's trying to get over with as, po as quickly as possible. Well, this isn't a bridged version. So, 
Wow, we f just finished the original Halloween series. Eight year years by year. in the making. And it led us to this. The most fuck it commentary and film of all time. Because what do you say when you're watching Halloween Resurrection? Nothing. Let alone at like 1 o'clock in the morning. I have to say, I was really celebratory at the end of the Friday the 13th series because, you know, it felt like we hit a milestone. This wasn't worth it. I regret this. I'll say it's been a journey. Uh, we've uh, grown as end? people. To what end, Mike? Um, I don't know, as a monument to how little our lives actually count for? I mean, you got me there. I think that's the thing to take away from this. This, this is how sad we are as people. But and since we brought James in on the last one, that's uh, that means we've roped him in on that very sad fact as well. No, no. Yeah, it turns out we are all cursed now by the cult of Thorn. This movie needed the cult of Thorn. It really did. It would have at least added something. And at least play a Busta Rhymes song over the end credits, for fuck's sake. Wow, Cell Dweller had a fucking song in this, and it was Switchback, really? <laughs> God damn, early 2000s. Anyway, on the final notes of this final original franchise Halloween film that ended not on a bang, not even on a whisper, just on a giant pile of... You know the giant pile of dinosaur shit from the first Jurassic Park? It ended on that. Um, except that this pile of shit did not have Jeff Goldblum stand over it in amazement. This was just garbage. And I think it's appropriate that our long, long, nearly decade-long journey has brought us to the point where it ends like that. But remember, it's only been eight years. We will go for ten, because... It's not over. In many different ways. Though, yes, this Michael Myers did in fact die. The, uh... The morgue attendant just... Slit his throat seconds later. <laughs> She was the real hero of this franchise. So R.I.P., Michael. R.I.P. Until you may live again in various alternate realities that will now exist. And for pulp commentary for Halloween Resurrection, I've been Mike. I've been MB. And I am drunk. And I'm not even going to say trick-or-treat, motherfucker, because this movie does not deserve that kind of callback. I'm merely going to say, Finn.
That is one big pile of shit. <laughs>